everyone episode 436 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan i'm eric Corey. so today's topic i can say with absolute certainty we have not done this this kind of episode before uh, and that's because we are going to be covering the game of the decade uh so we're covering years uh, there's been some confusion some people think this needs to go to the end of 2020 which i don't agree because 2020 is the start of a new decade am i right Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what I thought. There's been some confusion, but uh yeah, to me it's the teens and you know, two thousand ten to two thousand nineteen, decades ending in whatever it is, two and a half weeks, um, through well, two and a half you, weeks. And if you think about it, the twenty first century began in the year two thousand, so yep. same principle, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. So uh, yeah, we're that's what we're gonna be talking about for our main topic. Will's not here yet, but he's gonna try to join us as soon as he can um for for the discussion he did put up a game in case he doesn't get home in time uh from work to to put put forth for game of the decade discussion uh does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode let me no uh i've been i've been playing a lot more of the um is it fallen order i can never remember yeah yes yeah star wars jedi fallen order i've yeah i've played she's probably at least another good six hours nice since last week okay i've just been playing the usual i've been playing Fortnite just about every day and then pokemon sword <laughs> so you gotta get back on there with you some night yeah man. i'm just about every night I, I play me and max play usually like i don't know seven to seven thirty maybe depending <laughs> um so yeah the before before we get into our games that we want to put forth for game of the decade I, well i did want to give a couple games that i think uh that that we don't really do anything with um but i think that that deserve uh, at least a little little recognition here uh yeah. the, the first being minecraft mm-hmm. uh, minecraft is a game that hasn't done anything for us i'm probably going to play it at some point um it's like it's like crack for kids so uh, i can imagine my kids will get there at some point so i, I will probably be joining them for that but uh it's the best-selling game of all time pr- by a pretty big margin uh 180 million copies sold worldwide since it came out and i think believe it was 2011 uh maybe did you guys on every platform go ahead did you ever did you see i saw recently it was like a live bar graph and it shows yes. over yeah did you see that and i did over time the video game selling games over time yeah, yeah and then when minecraft release it just shoots yep. up yep it's crazy <laughs> it, it shot up like like wildfire yeah uh yeah. so yeah 180 million copies sold uh, Tetris is number two with 170, uh, but that also came out 35, 40 years ago, however long it was. Um, right. So you're talking about a lot of sales. Uh, even this year, Minecraft was the most watched game on YouTube. Um, so as, again, it's not going to get much love from us because none of us have really played it other than a few minutes here or there. Um, but I thought that was worth mentioning. Uh, and then another one is Grand Theft Auto V. It's the third best-selling game of all time, which is pretty impressive. It's on a bunch of different platforms. It's another another game that that gets a lot of recognition and a lot of love, um, but not necessarily. I almost from us. put it on my list, Dan. Oh, did you? I was wondering because you, you're the one, the only one that really played much of it, right? I loved that game. Yeah, Corey, you didn't play it, right? I don't recall. Yeah, I know Will played it. Will and didn't like it. Didn't didn't like it, but I mean, we we figured that. Um, but the online. Wait, stuff which game is, were you talking about? Grand Theft Auto Five. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I played that. Yeah. Play okay. Yeah. I was um, thinking we were still talking on um Tetris. Oh no. A version of Tetris. Yeah, no, we we all played Tetris of some sort. Um, <laughs> a version. But yeah. But yeah, there's exactly. uh there's a lot of cool things that people people are doing with Grand Theft Auto Five the with the with the online thing. I actually I started watching someone on Mixer, uh just just very briefly, but he's a retired police officer and he plays on a role playing server where he's role plays as a police officer. And it's it's really, really pretty cool. Um, but there's, there's a lot more of that. Cause I started digging into that sort of stuff after I saw that, uh, there's, there's a lot of that sort of stuff, a lot of role-playing involved in, in private, uh, Grand Theft Auto five servers. So uh, I thought that was, that was pretty, some pretty cool stuff. So I did want to bring up those two games. Like I said, they won't get any attention I, here, but go ahead. There's another one I would, I would probably bring yeah. up too, Dan. It's yeah. Dota two. Dota. Yeah. Dota. Um, that's not going to get any love here, but it's definitely, yeah. League of Legends you know, is another one yeah. that's super popular that we huge. Not not doing it for us. But... No, I mean I we at least played a little bit of Dota. Um, I don't think I did. No, it was I think it was was it me, Corey, Matt, and Will. Yeah, I played. Yeah, I don't think I ever played Dota. Yeah, it was only like two, I just or, got two or three hots. matches. Hot, 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 baby. Good stuff. So yeah. Um, so those are stuff we're not, we're not really going to cover. Uh, let's let's while we're waiting for Will, let's kind of talk about our own individual games of the decade. Um, Corey, we'll we'll start with you. Uh, oh. I, I, well, I you're you're always the wild card, and I feel like Will's going to be a little bit of wild card too. I feel I'm like a, I know what Corey's going to pick. I'm also the most confused about this whole thing. So when yeah. when I say what I, what game I think is the game of the decade, that's the game I'm putting forward as. No, you're saying what your game of the decade is, or if you haven't of... if you haven't quite figured it out, then we can talk through it if you'd like. Um, no, I'm pretty pretty sure. Okay. Um, Let's hear it. So this game came out smack dab in the middle of the decade, and. Uh, I think Eric will be happy that I'm finally giving it its due. It's Rocket League. Rocket League. Oh, okay. I thought for sure you were going to pick a Mass Effect game. Um, no. Uh, I, so what I did was I, I pretty much knew that Rocket League was going to be my, my number one game. Um, talk about like running the gamut of emotions when you play Rocket League and just the amount of fun we've had collectively, the amount of fun I have on my own. Um, we talk about those high five moments like they don't get much better than they do in rocket league when you score that overtime winner. And I mean, just the, the physical reaction I have to playing the game is unlike anything I've ever played. And I mean, I, it's probably up there with some of the games that I've spent more time on, um, right up there with some of those MMORPGs that I lost countless hours to as a teenager. Um, and, and having it on two systems, you know, PC, Xbox and playing, both versions a lot uh, is something I've never done with a game before, and I'm still continuing to have a lot of fun with it to this day. Um, the support for the game is fantastic. I was I, can't I was wait to see. gonna I was Go gonna ahead. ask you about that because that's uh, you know we we've we've talked about this before, but in a lot of cases, like I have a hard time just analyzing what what games that I personally would pick, uh, and especially yeah. a category like this, I feel like um, you can take more things into account. You know, you can take mm-hmm. po- popularity for one into sure. account where you might not necessarily do that for the thummies. Um, but yeah, you, you talk about rocket league, like it's still super popular. It's one of the top esports now. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, it's definitely maintained. It's, it's fan base, um, mm-hmm. since it came out and, and it has grown. And it's like you said, on all platforms, it's even on the switch, which I played a little bit on the switch and it's a surprisingly good port. 
if it, if not yeah. as good as the other systems, but still surprisingly yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I mean, it's just unadulterated fun. Um, I think I was trying to think of some of the complaints that people have, and I know people are getting worked up about the crates and they transition from crates to blueprints, and there's some people that are upset about the way they're handling that. But I never, I never spent extra money on the game. I never yeah. bought decryptors that, or anything like that. That stuff's so all I, kind it didn't of really impact me. It's all kind of in the background, like it's none of it's necessary, right? I mean, it's yeah cosmetic. I know the people that play the game a lot say there is actual differences between the cars. Yeah, um, but that's it, right? Like, there's no differences as far as the wheels or anything else go, right? Just the cars. Not as far as I know. Yeah, I think it's just like the hitbox on the cars and maybe like the turning radius. Eric, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, to be honest with you, I, I can imagine it's got to be pretty minimal. Yeah, um, and and I I feel like some of that too is probably um optical illusion. I know when I switched to Mantis, the that's the flat one, right? The flat car. Nah, I don't remember. Um, well, whichever car I have now is the really flat, thin one. And uh, I've noticed once I made that switch is I miss the ball a lot more. And I think it's just because the shape of the thing, you kind of, it's easier to see like where you are in relation to the ball as opposed to a, you know, a fatter car. Um, yeah. Just little touches like that or little things like that, that might make it feel like there's a difference between the cars, but maybe there really isn't. I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like that's something I should know, but I don't know. I never get really, even the games I'm most competitive at, I never get like too far into the minutia. Um, Cause for me, it takes a little bit of the magic out of it. I, I still like to kind of just have a little fun and not overthink games. I couldn't agree more, Corey. I don't know any of that extra shit about Rocket League. Yeah. But I don't need to. Yeah. Cause I'm just having fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Corey's game of the decade, Rocket League. Very nice. Eric, what do you got for us? Ditto. Ditto? Mm. Another role for Rocket League. Uh-oh, we got an early leader. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know what to really add to what Corey said, but uh, <clears throat> definitely the game I've played most of in my entire life, I would imagine. Um, also, one of those games, probably the only game, like Corey said, that I've played on multiple platforms, like a lot. I can't even imagine how much time I put into playing that game. Uh, played it with a lot of different people. Had a lot of fun with a lot of different people on it. Uh, and like Corey said, you know, you can have fun by yourself as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just so much fun and seeing the prog- progress that you make uh, as a player yourself. But then another another great part about Rocket League is seeing the guys who are like incredibly good at it that you're never going to be able to reach that level. Yeah. But watching other people who are just yeah. insane. Yeah. There's a oh, level it's... of... Sorry, I, didn't, I don't want to interrupt. Oh, you. Uh, I was going to say, there's a level of expertise that's like very evident in Rocket League yeah. that isn't as evident in other games. Like uh, Actions per minute, I know, is a, a good indicator of um, real-time strategy games. But like that's just somebody clicking around really fast. Like It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't translate as a a skill as much as uh watching somebody play rocket league does or even in those um other competitive uh defense of the ancients and in in uh heroes of the storm um the expertise isn't nearly as evident like yes you can look at somebody's score and see they're doing well but uh it's it's so different in rocket league because you can just watch people do these crazy things with their cars and it's awesome 
Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it too is uh, one of the things that impresses me about that is the anticipation of some of the players. Yeah. Like they'll see the ball go up and they'll just know like you fly up here and the ball's going to land in this trajectory. Yeah. You can double hit it and uh, it's unbelievable. I don't it, know. It's like watching like a, a really good quarterback who anticipates where he needs to put the ball or, you know, yep. a, a really good soccer, a striker in soccer who knows like the right angle to hit the ball and right, right when to hit it. Just is crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's so fun to watch too, which adds a whole nother level to it. Yeah. You don't uh, have to be playing it to have fun with it. Right. Yeah. I, I think we talked about this before too, but it's a, it's to me, it's a good ambassador like esport game. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's because like you said, it's, it's easy to understand. Like even someone who's never seen rocket league before, you know, you have to put the ball in the goal. So, you know, you have your blue team, you know, you have your orange team, you know, the blue team's got to put their ball in the orange, you know, like it's easy to understand for, for yeah. anyone. It's easy to, easy to pick up, very difficult to be good at. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. And uh, that reminded me something you were saying earlier, Eric, like one, another thing I love about the game is playing with people who have never played it because their excitement yeah. is infectious and it's kind of fun just to like watch them be terrible, but as long as you're not doing competitive, like you don't really care. It's still fun for you. And yeah. I don't know. It's, it's sharing that excitement is a, is a great part of the game too. And, and Corey, I think fair to say it's pretty fun beating, beating up on noobs. Give yourself a little confidence it boost. Is. It's to remind yourself how far you've come too. Well, that's exactly right. Cause when it first came out for switch, I remember playing against people on there and I was like, Oh my, these people are terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, well, you've played this for about 800 hours on a computer. <laughs> exactly. So you should probably be even better than you are. <laughs> I was, so. uh, I was when it first came out on Switch, I played, I don't know, four or five hours. And even I was, was winning matches so with yeah. how little I've played. So, yeah, get that, get that new influx of players in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. There's a point, too, where I was really getting into the lore of the Rocket League universe. Like, who are the people in the stands? Who's driving the cars? Like, that kind of stuff. Um, I hope I they do. There's a... some good Reddit stuff on that. You know, that's a good point. I haven't really done much research there, but I bet you're right. Um, and it does kind of make me hope that they do a Rocket League 2. As much as I love Rocket League as is, um, I guess I guess maybe excited for isn't the right word, but curious what that would look like. Yeah. Well, they have another game that came out before Rocket League, right? Yeah, that um, I forget it has a long name. Yeah. It's like Rocket League, but right. Rocket League was definitely the right name for the game. Yeah, it's, per- it's perfect. It, every everything just just feels right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the music, the customization of the cars, the oh, implementation yeah. of. Uh, There's only one thing they did wrong. What's that? They never put the Zamboni in. Oh yeah, you're right. That's an oversight. How do you miss that? Yeah. How do you miss that on the the uh, hockey? Who knows? Maybe yeah, they're trying to. Mode. Maybe they're yeah. trying to sell some product placement to an NHL team or something like that. They just wait until somebody wants to pay for it. Yeah, could be. Okay. Any other thing? Any, yeah. Anything else to add to Rocket League? Not at the yeah. moment, but if I need to fight for it, I can. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be predictable here. Uh, my game of the decade is Breath of the Wild. Uh, I didn't, that wasn't predictable to me, Dan. Really? I thought this was going to be a big Mass Effect okay. uh, love fest tonight. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we, we still have Will's stuff to talk about if he gets here in time. But 
Uh, he put forth Mass Effect 3. I uh, thought it would for sure be 2. 2, yeah. Well, 2 was barely in. It came out in January of 2010. Oh, wow. So it was barely in. in the, I was for sh- I, I was certain it came out in 2009, but okay. uh, I looked it up before we started here. And, uh, yeah, it's it's 2000, 2000 right. early 2010. No, Breath of the Wild for me, uh, it's a game I, I, you know, I played well over 200 hours in. Um, I think about it every day. Um, I'm still a member of the subreddit. Uh, for a lot of games that I follow the subreddits, I'll, you know, while I'm playing the game, I'll be on the subreddit just to, to read about the new things in the game. But Breath of the Wild is, is one I've stuck with, and I, I like watching clips from other people's games. Um, it's a game I want to pick up and play every day. If we were not doing this podcast and if I wasn't doing rated G games, I would play Breath of the Wild just about every day. Um, it's my I voted it my favorite game of all time. Uh, recently, when we did episode 400, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't really have too much more to say that I haven't already said about it, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely my my game of the decade. I wish I had more time so that I could continue to play that in addition to everything else I have to play, which is a lot. So much. So much. So. All right, well, should we get started on the Thumbstick Athletes uh, game of the decade? Do you, I don't know, just in the sake of Will not being here yet, do you want to kind of talk at all about some of the other games we were considering yeah, for our absolutely. personal ones? Or? Absolutely, yeah, because, that I mean, that's all going to tie into the Thumbstick Athletes yeah uh, uh choice so um uh, hopefully especially we especially because two of us had the same pick yes I which that like. that gives it a lot of weight for the for the <laughs> yeah. thumbstick athletes uh yeah. i i i'm sure will put will put uh mass effect 3 that was the only game uh that we know of that he he wanted to talk about so outside of that we, yeah. we're not really sure but yeah go ahead well so i would i whittled mine down to 11 mm-hmm. games including rocket league mm-hmm. um so I'll just list them off here. I had Breath of the Wild. I had Witcher 3, mm-hmm. Skyrim, Last of Us, Red Dead 2, Bloodborne, Journey, Metal Gear 5, Dark Souls 3, and Fortnite. Okay. Like the Fortnite so, pick. Hi, it, yeah, if, it's tough, tough not to put Fortnite on there. It's as popular as that game is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and once again, I like that we can take that into account with the with this type of discussion because it's important when you're talking about game of the decade. You know, if I had started playing it uh, sooner than I think it was the beginning of October when I started playing it, it might very well have been been one that I I put on my list. So, uh, but there's a lot a lot of good a lot of good choices on there. Dark Souls is one of the games that I considered uh, <clears throat> picking. I don't know. I it would be hard to choose one for me, but it would probably be, I guess it would be dark souls two. Um, dark souls two was I, the first one that I played. I didn't play dark souls one for first. Same here. And I originally put dark souls two on my list for mm-hmm. that reason, because that's the one that got me into it. Yeah. Uh, actually, thanks to Corey. He's the one that kind of introduced us to yeah, it. He was, yeah. He and I remember one. I was going out of town for four days. Oh, that's when right. He told me about it for work yeah. and i took my xbox with me and bought dark souls 2 at a GameStop up there I so i had I, I had the hotel room so i i played dark souls 2 there and it was fucking awesome <laughs> um no distractions so, yeah so so i was reading some stuff uh in my preparation for tonight about you know other people's lists and stuff and uh that 
kind of made me switch it to Dark Souls 3 because it made me remember kind of what I liked a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. it was, I, mostly that it was a little more accessible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, and, and I think you can talk about Bloodborne in that mix too. Yeah, and if absolutely. you put a gun to my head, I would pick Bloodborne over Dark Souls. I, I think a lot of people would, to be honest it's with you. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, that game is so good. Um, it's funny you say that because uh, when, when I – so I have five – games that i'm like i really love these games i would love for them to win and then i have i think i said 26 when i told you guys other games that i feel like are worth you know throwing out there but um when i was doing that bloodborne came to mind before dark souls for me as well yeah oh yeah it's just oh my god that game was just so cool and like all the souls and bloodborne and and whatnot have such cool atmospheres and and all that kind of stuff but i felt like bloodborne's was the best and Like, the different weapons and the ways you can use them and just the, the feel of it being a little faster. Certainly not fast, but a little faster paced than, than a Dark Souls was. And, oh, yeah, man. I, I really like the... I want to go play it again. Oh, yeah, me too. Because uh, I, I, I played six or eight hours of it uh, and loved it. And I really like the, like you talked about, Eric, the, the, the setting of it was was super cool. Oh, um, it was so... like a like a Victorian kind of gothic dark setting i mean the dark souls is the dark setting but it was it was dark souls is more medieval this was more like like i said you know kind of gothic gothic setting and it's it yeah. awesome yeah there's mm-hmm. still i still occasionally will see a rumor that that dark souls is coming to p or not dark souls bloodborne is coming to pc and it gets me <laughs> gets my hopes up and then there's no base for it so but what about hoping. Journey? Do I have any partners in the Journey debate? I still you have sure not do. played Journey. Oh, you've never played Journey. I still have not played Journey. It's it's on you PC know, now though. It's on it's on the Epic Game Store and I'm going to buy it and I'm going to play it. I will say this, Dan. Yeah. I feel like it's probably been built up too much by not only me and Corey but probably other people. Yeah. That I feel like it might have an impact on how much you like it. Okay. Yeah, I try to take that sort of stuff into consideration when I yeah. when I play stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, I'll I'll wait for like a slow time, and I can you know try to knock it all all at once. And uh, yeah, and and yeah, yeah, I will try to take that into account when I do finally play it. One thing I was interested in about Corey was if he considered Red Dead Two for his list. I did. Um, yeah. Red. So. Um... I'll just read the five that I'm like I feel strongly about. Uh, Rocket League is the the main one. Hearthstone is my number two. Oh. Uh, I know I'm not going to get any support on that one, but um, I I don't know. I, I don't need to talk about that right now. But Red Dead Redemption was my number three. Red Dead Redemption two was my number three. Um, what a technical achievement that game is, and thematic achievement too. I mean, yeah. holy smokes! Like talk about the pinnacle of of uh where games are right now that uh, it's a special game and um that came out last year right yes yeah Yeah. um i want to go back and just play through it again i'm telling you there i don't obviously i don't play games as much as i used to but even when i did there was never really a time that i remember like really thinking to myself about games, you know, you guys know how I play games and people have listened to us do as well. I don't beat a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I play games until I move on to something else. And then I just kind of forget about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the one game that I literally like, not quite to where Dan is with breath of the wild, 
but like on a, a lower level, I often think to myself, I really should go back and play through Red Dead 2 because it's just I just even remember just like riding around on the horse and just hunting for big animals and like yes, it's just so there's so much cool stuff to do in there that you know when you talk about it, it might not sound cool but it's awesome the way that yeah. they put it together. Yeah, yeah. I remember talking about my bar fight that I got into. <laughs> it was just yeah. so awesome. Yep. I I'll uh, I'll second I, not second but third Red Dead Redemption too. Uh, I hated the first one. I'll say that up front. I hated it. It was it was it was slow. It was boring. Uh, I did not get that for a second in the in Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, I actually thought the slowness was a, a credit to the game. It made you, you yeah. Know, instead of rushing headlong and everything, it made you take your time. And the scenery is so cool that you didn't mind riding around on your horse. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there was always something cool happening if you happened to wander in the woods. There was something to shoot. Some animals shoot or there was bandits or you know even though it was a huge world it didn't it didn't feel empty you know uh but the empty parts that there the random empty parts that there were they they looked stunning it was a beautiful game so yeah um i remember so when i got red dead redemption 2 it's the same time i got the xbox one x with the 4k and the hdr and so that was the first 4k game 60 frames that i've sat down and ever played and i remember um you guys asking me what did you what do you think of Red Dead Redemption 2 and my answer was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh and I still feel that way that it's just I mean you guys touched on all the all the high points but my favorite moments in that game were just as Eric said just riding riding around and and finding uh corners of the map that I hadn't explored and inevitably there's something neat there to see. I don't know if you guys ever found like the mad scientists did you do any of that stuff? I don't think so. The guy with the lab, the laboratory. Maybe. I came across. I know a, I didn't complete it. Yeah, I came across a guy that was clearly like a time traveler. Did you Did you do that? <laughs> uh, not doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. But uh, I can vividly remember one day just just doing that, just exploring and and going up and I think it was the northwest corner, wherever all the snow was, snow and mountains, and uh, just following a creek and and chasing down like an, a giant elk or something yeah. like that and doing Put it. Put your for jacket like, on. Yes, and doing it for like three hours and not getting bored at all. It was great. Oh uh, yeah, tracking the tracking the elk. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think that's what I'm gonna play after I'm done with the uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, go back. I think to I'm it. committed to beating Fallen Order because I think I'm close enough now where I, if I quit, I'm not gonna forgive myself. Uh-huh. But I think yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Uh, special game, but I'll finish my list unless you guys have more to say on RDR. No, I'm going to buy it again for PC. It's on the Epic Game Store. And now that I have uh, God Galaxy, I'm less reluctant to buy games on the Epic Game Store. Um, so my last two, Stardew Valley, which I'm glad we played over Extra Life because it reminded me how much I love that game and how great it is. Um, when I originally played it, I think I played like, 80 hours of it or something like that and when i put it down i said i'm not going to revisit this until all the content's in place uh, who knew you know just last month i think it was there'd be another big update to the game with new stuff to to uncover yeah um and i don't envision that changing at all but no. uh what a what a great package that that game is made by a single person made by a single person for 15 dollars <laughs> like yeah no you really you can't beat that. No, absolutely not. 
Uh, that's it another. Really is a that's good another. Game. Yeah, it's it's a great game, and that's another game that is still part of the the like gaming zeitgeist. Yep. Um, I see posts, at least one post a day on Reddit about someone with their with their Stardew Valley stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I commented on one today. It was uh, someone was uh, had named their character Zelda, and they were trying to woo Abigail, who was my favorite person to woo in Stardew Valley. So that was literally you... literally earlier today. So did it make you a little jealous? Just yeah, a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Abigail's mine. Nobody talked to her. And then my last one is Skyrim. Um, You feel a little dirty putting it on a list like this, just because like Skyrim is just the horror of the gaming world. Um, It really is. But that said, Uh, there's a reason. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I mean, we we've talked about this game at length too, and I still to this day when I hear the music from skyrim you can taste the mountains you know it's like it's yeah. it's unlike any other game in that respect and also i mean the modding has really extended its lifespan um one of my another of my favorite games of all time Enderall, was built in skyrim's engine and without skyrim we wouldn't have that kind of stuff um i, I just i couldn't not include it yeah in my top no, five I, um, I agree i think the only one that would be upset about that is will probably <laughs> what was do you remember what his gripe was with skyrim um it seems I think, like a game he would love it's got he, snow he, he, do, he did like it when we played it i think he I, doesn't like that it's continued on as long as it has and is on everything now. yeah and and once it's, uh it's janky you know there there's that sure, too sure. but and yeah popular opinion of bethesda sh- shifted this decade um towards the negative and i think will wasn't immune to that either sure um and a lot of it is is the whoring out of skyrim um i forget where it was like i saw it it still costs 60 bucks somewhere i can't remember what platform or what but i'm like geez that's like the the gta 5 maybe still 60 bucks too yeah yeah it's a little offensive but um in any case, that that was my five. Do you want me to? I'll just quickly list off the rest of these that I just threw out there as thoughts that I'm like, this is at least worth mentioning. Sure. Um, Fallout New Vegas, Terraria, Bioshock Infinite, The Walking Dead Season One, um, and and some of these like I don't really necessarily consider game of the decade type games, but they worth they worth mentioning because they did something for gaming, yeah. um, and I think MGS or Walking Dead Season One is. I would one agree of with. Uh... Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Um, Bloodborne, I also had Fortnite. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Horizon Zero Dawn is, a, like Red Dead Redemption 2, a game I just continue to think about and want to get back into. Um, I also had The Witness on here. Oh, I took that off because my list was getting too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Mass Effect 3. loved The Witness. Yeah, The Witness is a special game. Um, oh, I had Journey. Uh, Mass Effect 3, Breath of the Wild... Dragon Age Inquisition, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I think it might be the best Assassin's Creed. And the only one I haven't played. Yeah. <laughs> you should, you should fix what, that. What is, you and Will vote all the time. It's yeah. like every couple of months you guys are like, you, really, you guys really should play that. It's really good. What do you think, Eric, if I buy a physical copy, beat I it? I have it. Oh. Then beat it and send it to me. <laughs> no, no, I have it digitally. Will oh, bought okay. it. I was going to say, that could be one we could we could mail yeah. back and forth um dark souls 3 pokemon go i even threw in there uh mostly just because of the phenomenon that surrounded that crazy it. yeah 
seeing kids outside in groups was just bonkers, um, not on their way to and from school. You could, I mean, you could, it's weird because people now are always staring at their phones regardless, Mm -hmm. but you could just tell the difference when they were staring at their phone because they were walking around playing Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. You knew. Like, I I distinctly remember I was, my in-laws came to visit around the time that that came out. And we took them up to this orchard where a lot of people go for, like, the sunset thing. And we're laying there. And, like, of course, my nephew was with him, so he's younger. So I fired it up, and I was, like, seeing what kind of Pokemon we're around. And, like, <laughs> everybody around me was doing the same thing. And we're talking about, like, all the Pokemon here. Uh-huh. Crazy. It is. It's it's wild. Um, and then I, I know I'm, I'm probably the biggest Mario Maker fan, but um, I thought that was worth mentioning. Faster Than Light. Papers, Please, Civ okay. 6, Inside, Final Fantasy 15, Super Smash Ultimate. And I also had Minecraft, but Dan already talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All good games. Eric, did you have anything else you wanted to, to talk about? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, Last of Us never gets enough love on this podcast, in my opinion. But... We've we've talked about that before. Huh? That was the year that Bioshock won Game yes. of the Year. Is that right? Bioshock won. Yeah. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. Just tough break for Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested to see what's going to win Game of the Year this year. Because I don't feel like it's as strong a field as usual. Ooh, I actually. I think oh, for I us. Might, for us. I yeah. might have my pick. Obviously, I'm not going to say what it is, but I think I have my pick, and I think you'll be surprised. Okay. I think you guys would like be surprised by where my head is at for that as well. Yeah. I look forward to it next week. Thummies, be there. That's right. Be there live. Next week. Yeah. I got to go over my list again of, of everything that I've played, but I think I have my pick. Okay. Um. So, I mean, I guess Will's not here yet. Uh, let me just double check and make sure. Yeah, he's not on, so... I guess we could start with, uh, I mean, it's really hard to argue against Rocket League if two people pick that. <laughs> yeah. Will did... especially, yeah, especially when you're by yourself. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you like Rocket League. I like Rocket League. I, I, I was never very good at it, which is why I didn't play it. But I totally agree with everything you guys said about it. Like, uh, I'm, I'm with you there, so. I mean, and I don't, I don't feel like Will would have a strong argument against that either. No, no. He likes Rocket League. He always plays the Enforcer. He loves it. Yes, he likes to loves de- it. He likes to demo people. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, is it, <laughs> is, is it Rocket League? Is, is it going to be this easy? I mean, unless Will wants to petition when he's able to and, and yeah. craft a revisit. compelling argument. Um, really, though. Put an asterisk next to it. The, the, <laughs> I, to me, the only way that it makes a difference is if he also picks Breath of the Wild as Game of the Decade, which I don't think he would. It seems like he wanted to do Mass Effect. Yeah, right. I think uh, we didn't really talk about Mass Effect. I was just gonna say that I think for the sake of of Will, we should maybe pick that. Um, yeah, we'll just talk a little bit. Pick about apart that game a little bit. Um, I I was actually surprised that he picked Mass Effect three. I didn't remember which he which he preferred the second or the third. I knew on the podcast it was split somehow. I know Dan, you really liked two. Yeah, two. I really liked favorite. three. Um, popular opinion is for two. Although I kind of see that shifting a little bit. I see more and more people saying. How they did really like three. I yeah. just feel like there was just that loud reaction when it came out of the vocal minority. Yeah. Um, 
and a lot of people just liked it and got on with the rest of their lives. Yeah, um, I mean, I really like three aside from the ending. Um, yeah. But I feel like they cleared a lot of that up when they did that additional DLC thing where they said, okay, this is what happened to this character. You know, once they cleared all that stuff up and didn't just leave it at, you know, the ch- different color changing explosions, like I was I was more okay with the ending than, than I was initially. I think that came out, it was maybe a couple months after after Mass Effect 3 came out. And I was I yeah. was I was better with that. I mean, it still didn't ultimately end the way I wanted it. I wanted your your time spent with the first two, and then even a good portion of the of the third game. I wanted that to have more of an impact on the ending, uh, but it didn't. But you know, yeah. Um, for me, my my gripe with two uh, is similar to. What game came out this year that I was trying to compare it to before? Yeah, I remember. I remember the discussion. I remember I you talking about it. I don't remember what game we were talking about though. It wasn't Outer Worlds, was it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, I'm like, I don't know that I can make that connection anymore. I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to to my argument, but <laughs> to see what your train of thought was. Yeah, yeah, but in any case, my my gripe with two is, yeah, it was a perfect team building game, but I want. I want a complete story. And I think three did a much better job of that than, than two did Two Two was just, uh, several vignettes loosely tied together, which mm-hmm. is fine. I think that works really well as a second part of a trilogy. Um, but in terms of what I think is better, I prefer, a, you know, a, a full story with peaks and valleys and, uh, obstacles and raising the stakes towards the end and I actually really loved the ending I thought it was really well done I, I, I totally understand the criticisms um, you know you put all all that time into that trilogy and expect all the choices that you made that are unique to you to make a difference at the end and that didn't ultimately happen but at the same rate that didn't really bother me at all um, but I do I do feel I do understand where you come from on that Dan uh-huh. Um. I also wonder if we've seen the last of Commander Shepard. That would be a good way for Bioware to kind of regain some of their lost uh, lost love and momentum is to have another Commander Shepard game. Maybe an, uh, an origin story type of game I think would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember enough about the story to know. Like, I'm sure there's a period of time where the games didn't cover that they could do something with as well yeah um yeah because commander shepherd had a i don't know what the canon background is because you're kind of when the first game you're allowed to uh make like what what made commander shepherd commander shepherd like you get to pick the things that happened to commander shepherd but there's probably a canon version of that that they should make a game out of i think an interesting game and what's the canon ending I don't know. I never. I don't think. I don't think I ever looked into it. There might not be a canon ending, and that might be why they didn't do anything afterwards. Because the ending might be whatever your character made it made it be. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I would I say mean, probably if I was to pick, I mean, it would probably be the Renegade ending. That's right. <laughs> the red one, right? Yeah, yeah the red one. <laughs> the red ending. Yeah, that's the only uh, one that makes sense anyway. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, too, Will's love for that game um, could be explained with the indoctrination theory episode that we did. He did a lot of investigation, and uh, it was a really fun fun theory to talk about. Uh, I know it didn't get any traction 
on the canon side of things, but it, it's still fun to theory craft that kind of stuff. And some of it, some of it tracks to the point where it fits really well. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't heard of that, go back and listen to our episode or look into it yourself. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's mass effect. I mean, I, th- I feel like the choice is made for us here. I think, I think rocket league needs to be the thumbstick athletes game of the decade. We did it, Eric. Oh, yeah. Well done, Corey. Yeah. I, I, now I know what it feels like to be on this side of Life is Strange. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was thinking, I was going to say, um, if there if there was pushback, I was going to be like, you know what? I feel like every time we get in these situations, Eric comes out on the losing end. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to use right. that as part of my argument. Like, there maybe, you, you know, maybe let's give Eric a win. Uh, yeah, it would have been my first one. <laughs> it is my first one. It's the first one. Yeah. All right. Actually, that's not true. I think Dan and I took sides on Game of the Year one year. It was Dragon Age yeah. Inquisition. Yeah. We stuffed the ballot on. We did. Which, I'm glad you were, because you guys were right. What else came I don't even oh. know what else came out that year. I don't remember what the argument was. I just didn't play it enough. Because um, I, I played Will it had in, a like, strong opinion. I played it in, like, January. The, the following year i think didn't will only it. yeah didn't will only play a tiny bit of it i still feel like will still has not played much of dragon age maybe four hours of inquisition that's crazy i wish I think he, he'd really like it i wish he was here to to confirm that but i'm pretty it's sure also he did the, not play much it's also the year that dark souls 2 came out wow uh, mario kart 8 destiny oh i gave it to divinity original sin Oh, gotcha. And I hadn't played which that I, yet. Which I still might. <laughs> that was a great game. But in any case, I've it turns out... I've played that a bunch of times. Yeah, it turns out I, I would be okay with Inquisition. So you guys did the right thing. Yeah, because you liked it a lot more afterwards, right? Yep. When you played it the next year. That was like me with Guild Wars. I didn't like it until That's right. more till after, the, 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 after we had done our thummies for that year was when I started playing I... it religiously. I was shocked that you didn't pick it. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't know what else came out that year, but... It was 2013, some, some, right? Something else won, yeah. Because I didn't... Was, I don't even... 2012. I might, I might not have even had it on my list. I don't remember at this I point. you did. Because I remember being, like, hurt that you didn't. Because <laughs> we had been talking about it a lot at that point. Yeah. It just must not have made it There was your... a period of time there where that, Dan was really hammering on guild wars yeah mm-hmm. i think i have like 800 hours playtime in guild yeah. wars too oh man that was a good year for games the walking yeah. dead mass effect 3 halo 4 borderlands 2 xcom Borderlands 2 was my game of the year that year i think well, I might Diablo 3, journey i picked oh, journey. Wow. hotline miami Hotline miami was awesome ftl torchlight 2 Dang. Oh, that was a lot of good good games came out that year. Fez? Yeah, Fez was a cool game. Kingdoms of Ambalor. <laughs> Dragon's oh, Dogma. Good, that's another good one. Oh, Dragon's Dogma? Yeah. Fire Holy, Emblem Awakening. Holy crap. I, I didn't play that till later. So that wouldn't have been on my list. I think I played that in 2013, if I remember correctly. It was a good Which, year for that, games. That's part of the reason why we have the... Uh, like this year it'll be 2018's 2019 game of the year because a lot of times that doesn't happen for us we don't get into a game until the year after it came out so mm-hmm. especially if they come out late 
Yeah, and I like I, a lot of times I do the same thing with like the Oscars and the Emmys. Is uh, the award shows kind of can yeah. dictate a little bit of what I'm interested in the, the following year after yeah. the awards. Yeah, part of the reason why we wanted re- I wanted to record Wednesday this week too was because the Game Awards is on tomorrow night, and I would actually like to watch it live for once. I sure. used to have to watch it after or watch it during when we're recording. So being able to watch it live will be nice. Nice. All right. So it's official. Rocket League is the Thumbstick Athletes podcast game of the decade. So, Oh, yeah. Congrats are you to gonna, Psionics. I was going to ask, are you going to tweet at Psionics? I'll, I'll do something. Yeah, definitely. Congrats to um, at Psionics for. Yeah. I'll do a, I'll do an Instagram post. Maybe Dan, we do you get, have a. Uh, probably next week. Do you have one of the little Rocket League matchbox cars? I do. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere. Oh, but man, you're right. you gotta, I should take you a picture. You got to get a nice that. picture. Yeah. Yeah, That's there you a go. Good idea. I'll have to find it. My my house. Although is... I have used my potty mouth a couple times, so I don't know if you want to use it with rated G. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's a good point. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll have to find it in our toy dystopia. That's that's my household. So, all right, uh, a quick couple quick nibble bits. Uh, let me know if if either of you guys need to go. We don't have a ton I'm, left to talk about. I'm, yeah, I'm good for another good for half hour or so. Yeah. All right, we'll probably be done in half an hour. Um. Actually, I expected this all to take longer. That's why I didn't have much prepared for the rest of the episode. We may uh, have had two of us not pick the same game. Yeah. Oops. Okay. I would have given in fairly easy on Breath of the Wild, though. I wouldn't have. No. No, you probably wouldn't. That's right. I really like it, but I I don't like a game of the decade like it. Fair enough. How dare you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have you have to like everything I like, or else. Yeah, or else, Corey. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's 2019. Yep. <laughs> if you don't like no what opinions. I like, you're pretty much trash. All right. Uh, I think I only have one little bit. Oh, this is this is fitting. 2K Games officially announces it's working on a new Bioshock game. Oh. Speaking right. of. Yep. Interesting. Uh, so people were psyched about that. I'm I'm also psyched about that. I'll, I'm think interested... we'll see anything tomorrow. Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe that that would make sense because they just announced it. I think it was earlier this week, maybe yeah. late last week when they announced it. So maybe they did that to get people, you know, right. to get it into people's uh, subconscious to show something. I don't know. That would be cool. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see where the game's going to go. Uh, obviously, Ken Levine's no longer going to be, uh, like, I don't know, whatever, producer, director, what what have you. So, uh, new people are working on it, but uh, very excited to see that. And then my only other nibble bit is that Untitled Goose Game is coming to Game Pass. I think it's, is it this week or maybe next week? Um, but, I want to say this week. Yeah. Uh, definitely if you have Game Pass, give Untitled Goose Game a shot. It's it's a hoop. Yeah, I'd try it. I respect you and your opinions on games, Dan, but there's just like it just doesn't really appeal to me. Um I I like watching the funny videos. You haven't tried it. I, I mean I guess I have to try it to yeah. believe it, but like what's the gameplay hook? It's a puzzle game. So it's actual like puzzles. Yeah, it's a stealth puzzle game. You have to figure out yeah, the, the puzzle aspect of the game is so you have a, a list of objectives you have to complete to move on to the next area. So okay. the puzzle part of the game is figuring out how to accomplish those objectives while being shooed and chased away, uh, you know, because you're a goose and you, you know, 
It, it, you can also uh, spend some time teasing people, which is also fun. It's not a very long game. I think it took me three hours maybe to beat. Okay. Um, um, but they tie it all together very nicely at the end. Uh, I really like the way it ended. It was, it was cool. Without putting you on the spot too much, can you give me an example of a puzzle in the game? I just yeah, so, I, I want to understand a little better, like what you do. Yeah. So okay. So the the very the very first area, one of the things you have to do is you have to have a, you have to put all this stuff on a picnic to have a picnic. Uh-huh. So there's a there you know the the things are scattered at various places. So there's a, a gardener wandering around the garden. So he'll try to stop you from doing what you're doing. Obviously, he doesn't want you taking his things. So mm-hmm. you have to make sure you have to distract him long enough to to take the stuff or cause enough trouble to cause him to go over and clean up whatever mess you made so you can snatch the item and, and move it to, 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 to have your picnic. So you have to, like, take his sandwich and his radio and his thermos. And then there's a few other things you have to, like, you have to find in there. Uh, and okay. then once you complete your list of objectives, there's a there's a bonus objective. Um, so that'll be, I think, I think in the first area you have to... You have to steal the guy's hat, the the gardener's hat. So you have to figure out by doing various things uh, how to steal his hat. Okay. So, does it make you feel smart? Um, I don't know if smart is the right word. I would say it makes you feel devious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not smart's not not a good not a good descriptor, but you, you do feel accomplished when you when you get get the things done. You're like, oh, that that worked out nicely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have any nibble bits, but what I like to do when I don't have any nibble bits is go to the Gamer News subreddit uh-huh. and sort by the top posts of the week. Gotcha. And I'm just uncovering that there's a game called I Am Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw something about that. Yep. It looks pretty cool. And then yeah. uh, below that, there's a... Uh, a certain section of those people that want to see Jesus Christ and Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? They should put the, the South Park the version South of Park, Jesus yes. in there. Oh, that would be Great fantastic. <laughs> Let's copyright it. Quick. That that would be genius. That would be genius. They should somebody put some South Park characters in Smash. They should. Somebody, that would somebody be tweet at Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Make it that happen. Would be amazing. You know they'd be all for it. Make it happen. <laughs> I don't know if they're family friendly, but uh. um, I don't have anything either. But did you guys see the half trailer that came out for that Ghosts of something or other game? Go- Ghost Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I have not seen the trailer, but I'm going to watch the trailer because I saw that. Uh, well, they released State half of, of the trailer. Yeah, State of Play was yesterday. Yeah. So, something like that. Um, so, uh, so I guess the rest of the trailer is going to come out tomorrow at the Game Awards. Oh, well, I'll just watch it then. And it's awesome. probably a probably a release date. Yeah, that game looks now, is awesome. That a, that's a PS4 exclusive, right? Yep. Uh, it's done by Sucker Punch, who did Infamous. Mm. So it's their, their when does, new game. Not to change the subject, but it made me think of um, Elden Ring. Oh, I don't When's know. that come out? I haven't heard anything about that. What's Elden Ring? It's That's the... the George R. R. Martin uh, from Software joint. Oh yeah, that can only be awesome. Yep. If anything's awesome, based <laughs> yeah. on the description, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it based on like Norse mythology? Something like that. I don't really remember, but I remember thinking, "Well, this can't go wrong." No, yeah. it's going to be tremendous. 
watch it go wrong. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It seems like From Software can do no wrong, kind of, right now. Yeah. Have they ever? No. I don't know. What, what were they doing before the Souls? I don't know. They had, they had a few games that came out. Nothing I can think of off the top of my head for right now. Kingsfield. De- Demon Souls. Did you yes. ever play Demon Souls, Corey? Uh, briefly. I would like to still. I hope they remaster it. That'd be great. Yeah. That game to remaster. We add some quality of life things. I got Dark Souls remastered for the Xbox. I have not played it, but I should. Maybe oh, after Red Dead. Is that full price? It was forty when no. it came out. I think. I think I got it for thirty. Yeah, I a think while ago. If you have it on PC, you can get a deal for it. So, do do you have the first Dark Souls on PC, Corey? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think you can get a discount through Steam for it. Is that if I buy a game on Steam? That's a Microsoft Play Anywhere game. Can I play on my Xbox? Is I that don't a thing? know. Like, like if you bought Master Chief Collection on Steam, whether you yeah. play it on Xbox, I'm not sure. You have Game Pass, don't you? I do. Yeah, I, know, I the only thing I know is that the stats and stuff from like Master Chief Collection, if you have it on Steam, they're they're they'll be there for like your account. Okay. So. I know that that much. Shoot, Dark Souls Remaster might even be on Game Pass if you look. It could very well be, yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Any any other news items catching your eye? Twenty Dark Souls Remastered, 20 bucks on Steam right now. Um, Yeah, there was another one I was surprised about. Elder, Elder Scrolls Legends um, is ceasing development. So no more content updates for Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, I'm kind of surprised by that because I felt like the reception was pretty good for that game. Uh, could just be the type of thing where they just couldn't get enough market share to make it worth their time with all the other card trading card there's, strategic. What there's do they call a lot those? Of card battlers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing with with uh, everyone was doing uh, uh, mobas for a while there that they just couldn't couldn't hold on. Yep, still holding out hope for our Pokemon MOBA. Yeah, oh yeah. Nintendo, if anyone can do it, Nintendo can do it. That would be tremendous. That would be tremendous. Indeed. Okay, anything else, Corey? Nope. Okay, how was your week? Good, it's, well, I say good, it's been a net positive week. I've just been really (laughs) kind of torn in a million directions, uh, which I don't like. I like to just shut my brain off at about five o'clock every day uh-huh. uh it just hasn't happened so i'll get through it it's fine uh, nothing no crises or anything like that just work busy uh home domestic stuff busy i'm uh, just looking forward to slowing down around christmas but uh-huh. who knows um we got some news at work that means things are changing in a big way but um i'm optimistic so hopefully Hopefully things aren't too crazy for too long, and uh, you can just get back to to living the easy life. Okay. But I'm trying to think if there's anything I've watched recently. I mean, Mandalorian. Dan, can you catch up, please, so we can I'm talk gonna, about I'm it? I'm gonna in, try. In the text in the group chat. I'm gonna try. <laughs> um, I love that show so much. It's really good. Oh, you know what I watched? I did watch something good, and it's perfect because it's almost Christmas. Is that Klaus movie on Netflix? Oh, oh how was that? Did- really good did you cry 
Yeah, well, no, but I could have if I wasn't trying to be so mad. the right company. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. By yourself. If I was by myself, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd have been a blubbering idiot. Um, so good. Such a heartwarming uh, Watch that. movie, and it, t- it ties all the Christmas traditions in in a, in a neat way. Um, I laughed out loud a few times. It's pretty funny, too. The animation's really, really cool. Um, recommend it. It's an easy watch hour and 30 minutes, I think, max. So I do I do recommend it if you're looking to get in the spirit. Nice. All right. What do you got, Eric? Uh, not too much. We had our second checkup for the incoming baby. Everything's good. Uh, we'll find out what we're having at the end of January. You so... kicking around names? Yeah, we are. We've got some names. Uh, we have had a super easy time with boy names, but not okay. girl names. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. We both have a feeling we're having a boy. And most people that we know who have had babies recently, they've all been girls. So, we feel like the odds are against us for having a girl. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, we got that going on. Uh, excited for Christmas. My son is still too young to really understand what's going on, but I did put the tree up and turn the lights on, and uh, <laughs> he thought it was cool. He doesn't really understand why it's there necessarily, but he does know it's a tree. <laughs> it's an, he an does say cool. tree as a word he says, uh-huh. and he keeps playing with the little lights, and I told him if he didn't stop, Santa wasn't going to come see him. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he has no idea what that And means. he's like, huh? Okay. Yeah, he's just like, okay, here, I'm going to grab another one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'm still excited. I, I got him this, he loves Mickey Mouse, and at Costco they had these giant Mickey Mouse stuffed animals. So we were walking by him, and of course he like yelled Mickey when he saw it, so I got that for him, and I, I'm excited to give him that, because at least he'll like know that he's getting this thing yeah. you know, that nice. he loves. But uh, yeah, that's really about it. Work sucks. <laughs> I hear you. You know, family's just, healthy. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and uh, as I get older, like, I, I don't know. There's so many people that are um, career motivated, and I'm just yeah. realizing I'm not one of them, and I don't think I'll ever be. There's no career. reason to be. Yeah. It's not what it's matters just, in life. Right, and and uh, and more and more, I I realize that, and and maybe some of it is just you feel ahead, sad. You feel sad for the people that are motivated. I do feel sad. for I the do. Career well, I don't people. feel sad for them. I I feel like I don't understand them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's like that's exactly it. And I I feel like I read something the other day where they said busyness is just hedging against emptiness. Um, and I feel like people artificially make their lives busier than they need to be because yeah. they're empty inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that's a very blanket statement to make at a lot of people, but I think there's some truth to it. And just more and more, I, I just start to realize, you know, as long as I have what I need to take care of myself and my people, I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, I will be happy and that's it. Not to say we don't try to do a good job at work. Exactly. Yes. I'm, I am proud of the work that I do. Right. Um, and I'm proud to work at a company that f- feels similarly to, to me. Um, yeah. You know, we all want to go home at the end of the day. We all want to have lives outside of work. Um, and That's management. Why I like my boss. 
yeah when when you have a manager who feels that way yeah. um as well it can really make a difference in your life that's the one thing, thing i like about my boss sorry no, the thing ahead. i like about my boss is he kind of he will stay at work like super late but at the same token he knows and outwardly says like i know that like this isn't what there is in life yeah, yeah. i understand that yeah yeah yeah, my, so, my nope. wife's the same way with, with her her boss, the, the superintendent of Newark Valley. He's the same way. He's like, family is first. If you have somewhere yeah. you have to be, be there. You know, be there for yeah. your family. Take sick days. If you're sick, don't force yourself to come to work and get everyone else sick. That that sort of thing. Yeah. Which I I, th- I don't feel like that's a common enough thing nowadays, you know? No. Nope. No, so many people, like, well, and, and I get it. Like, in competitive industries, that's how you gain an edge. You don't take a sick day, right? That's how you get ahead. But at what cost, you know? And that's kind of what I'm getting at is like, yeah, if you're career motivated and that's, that's what you're all about, then sure. Never take a sick day, but I'm going to take every opportunity to have a sick day, you know, like, yeah, I use, so uh, you guys know when I'm scheduled. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I, I use every hour of my 10 hours of flex time a week, every week. Yeah. And I know people don't, I know people point the finger, but like, I get my work done. I don't care. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You got stuff to do. Yeah. But I have fun to, to be had. Yeah. Well, and we've had, this conver- we've had this conversation. I don't know if we've ever done it on the podcast, but the people that are afraid <laughs> to retire because they're not going to have anything to do. <laughs> what kind of monster are you? Yeah, like, exactly. There is, like, I wish I had time to do all the things that I having, have to do today. Well, that, but also having nothing to do sounds amazing. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. You'll find something to do. Yeah. Sure. I, I think as I put it to you guys, I would love to just meander through my interests. Because I know I'm not going to, like, really get into something to the point where I'll be an expert because I'm just too lazy. But I do like to, you know, I'll I'll get a bug about something and I'll look into it yeah. a little bit. And then when I get bored of it, I'll just move on to the next thing. That's just how I, how yeah. I roll. Someday I want to get into woodworking. There you go. Like uh, Nick Offerman? I have, like, a little shop. Yeah. I have like a little shop. So there's a guy that I work with, right? And he uh, he always leaves with a case of Yingling. Not always, but you know, pretty That's, frequently. Yeah, yeah. So when he doesn't leave with one, every time I see him leaving, I say, "Ah, no Yingling tonight." He goes, "Nah, got got stocked up in the shop." And he does woodwork. <laughs> nice. So he That's does awesome. like he builds tables and he does knives and stuff. And I just picture like that sounds great. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Useful too. Doing some wood projects and great tool have. Yes. I mean, he sells his stuff for good money too. It's not like it's cheap shit. He's making. No. Yeah, those guys do pretty well. Yeah. He's a man's man. There's not enough man's mans. No. He's definitely one of them. (laughs) All right. Uh, Eric, anything else? Yeah, the Bills lost, but a decent showing. Uh-huh. And we are in a good spot here. Three games left, and they need to win a game to make the playoffs. Oh wow! Okay. And that's all. They don't have to count on anybody else. They just have to win one game. That's awesome. That's it. So we got the Steelers on Sunday Night Football this week. They still have the possibility to win the division, correct? Uh so what would have to happen is they would have to win out. Okay. So Steelers, Patriots, Jets. Okay. And the 
Patriots have to Patriots lose would have to lose to the Dolphins. Oh, so, oh, okay. Probably not going to happen. Right. <laughs> that still gets them in the playoffs, though, right? If they don't, I, I don't know how that works. Who? The, the Bills will, the Bills. if they win one game, the they'll Bills have only a have wild to win card. one game. Oh, nice. So one out of win three one and they're in. Yep. Good. So it looks like they're probably going to be the five seed, which would pit them against either Houston or Tennessee, most likely. Huh. Which I feel know, pretty good about. Yeah. Do we know at this point how many games they would have to win to have a home game, or is there just too much up in the air right now? It, they'd have to win the division. So they'd okay. have to win all three, and the Patriots would have to lose to the Dolphins. Gotcha. So. Okay. Dang, I was looking forward to that for another year. I was looking forward to that tailgate party this year. Oh, that would be rowdy times, man. (laughs) All right. Uh, As for me, I don't think I have anything, anything to talk about. Really, Uh, we got our tree finally, but uh, we're still waiting. What's that? You get it up. Uh, Monday. I put mine up today. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we put our tree up a little bit later because we like to keep it up through Orthodox Christmas. Because mm-hmm. uh, my grandfather was Orthodox, so through Jan- the January seventh, I think is is Orthodox Christmas. Uh, we haven't put lights on it though. We're still waiting for our freaking lights to get here that we ordered at the beginning of December. Yeah, um, shipping is slow this time of the year, so be careful if you're ordering last minute Christmas presents. Uh, I think we're gonna do our decorating Friday night. Okay. Yeah, I think I think our lights are coming tomorrow, so we're probably gonna finish decorating the tree tomorrow um we bit but... the bullet a couple years ago and got a fake tree that had lights on it oh that's nice so that's nice that's a good idea yeah um but that's all i have i don't i don't think i have anything else to talk about so uh let's get into what we played eric what have you been playing yeah so i've been playing more of star wars fallen order uh i feel like i'm getting fairly close to the end I don't really have too many more thoughts other than what we talked about last week. I still kind of feel the same way about it. Um, it's it's starting to feel like a bit of a slog to get through. Uh-huh. I, it, it's kind of repetitive. You're just kind of going to a different planet, searching through some ruins, and then fighting some... Now, I will say, and I said this last week, I'm playing it on the easiest difficulty, which is way easier so it's probably taking a little something away from the game that would be added if it was a, a difficult. Um, so, you know, that's on me. Um, but the way I'm playing it, it feels pretty repetitive. And, you know, but I, I do like it enough to kind of see it through. I think I, I have just about everything unlocked in the skill tree. Um, there's been some really cool set pieces. I know that you were talking about that last week, Corey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they actually get better. Are you on Dathomir? I just did a Dathomir mission. Okay. Is that where that creature is you mentioned in our group chat? Do you remember what planet that was? The one before that. Kashyyyk? I think so. Hmm. It was up in the trees. The Wookiee homeworld. That's Yeah, Kashyyyk. Gosh, I don't think I did that. Maybe I just missed it? I don't know. No, there's no way you missed it. You have to do it. Hmm. Maybe I just did it when I was half asleep or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was a bird of sorts. Yeah, no, didn't do it. Yeah, you'd remember it. <laughs> didn't do it. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I maintain it's the worst Dark Souls and the worst Tomb Raider, <laughs> but the best Star Wars game in a while. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. I maintain that. Nice. 
All right, Corey. I don't think I played anything since last week's episode. Okay. Now uh, that's a lie. Hearthstone? I played Civ Six oh, recently. Ooh. I just uh, had some time to kill, and I craved it, and next thing I know, 3 a.m. <laughs> you know, oh, I, the old cliche. Yep. <laughs> that happens. Uh, yeah. Ah, that game's awesome. I don't know. I, I don't really have anything to share about it. Um, you just keep clicking. Oh my god! And it's like, yeah, it is. And it's like, ah, you know, I think I can, I think I can get this science victory here pretty quick. Uh, and this is like eighteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and then like five hours later, it's nineteen fifty, <laughs> and I'm really not much closer yeah. to the than I was when I thought I could was almost there. But don't you feel guilty walking away too? Like I hate walking away from a Civ game. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, and I know once I walk away, I, I won't go back. Yeah. Um, Unless I can get back to it, like, the next day, which never happens. Yeah, you should get it on the Switch so you can have it with you. Yeah, I thought about that. I just, I'm I'm nervous about the port, but I hear it's good. It's fine, and you can also do cross-save, so your game on PC will be, you can play it on the Switch. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. That is actually an issue I ran into. So when I was playing it, originally I was playing on my laptop through GE Force Now, which I still contend is a is a pretty handy tool mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't checked it out it's free and it just plays your steam games um so that's how i was playing it and i saved it there thinking it would do the cloud save because all it's doing is essentially booting up a virtual version of your steam account mm-hmm. on a really powerful computer and streaming the game to you um so i had thought that once i saved it, it through ge force now because it's my steam account it would cloud save but it doesn't so when I went to play the next day on my desktop, the game wasn't there. And oh, that's when I'm like, eh, screw it. I'm done. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I would have had to open GE Force now to play it again. Gotcha. It, is that a thing? Or did it just like not? Because sometimes the cloud saves sync very strangely. So it, was it one of that or that sort of situation? No. So not? I did a little bit of research and... um. I think it's the type of thing that it's only set up for certain games. Like, GE Force now has to set up that functionality game gotcha. by game. Uh, and then I also saw that if I set up a 2K account, which I know I have a 2K account, then I could do cloud saves that way and just open it through the 2K account. Uh, that would have worked just fine. But I'll be damned if I'm going to try to figure out what my 2K account is. Yeah. <laughs> and to create another one is just redundant. Sure catch 22 i mean there's no reason why i can't create a new one but just knowing i already have one out in the wild with information that i'd want to keep consistent sure pain in the balls is what it is yeah that stuff's got to give uh speaking of which Corey, uh, real quick did you do god galaxy 2.0 yet no it's open for everybody now so yeah i I just hardly ever play pc games i you know here I just talked about playing Civ, but um, other than that, I hardly ever play PC anymore. It's all uh, Xbox One X. It's just easier. Sure. I've been saying it for years. I know. You have. It is easier. I agree. But um, I feel like this kind of happens in every generation. Um, Towards the end of the last generation, I played PS3 quite a bit. Didn't PS3? I don't even remember now. Um 
kind of got away from PC, but around the time the new consoles come out, it's hard to justify the cost unless there's a lot of good games up front. And that's when I get the new PC. So maybe that'll happen again. I don't know. That's actually a, a good... I'm glad you brought that up, Corey, because that was one of the points I wanted to make with Breath of the Wild uh, with uh, being my, my choice for Game of the Decade. And I feel like it set a really important precedent that the when you come out with a new console, it, you need to have a banger right off the bat. Yeah. When, I mean, when was the last time... I mean, obviously the PS, PS4 and, and Xbox One didn't have any good games for a while. It was in multi-platforms, but uh, no. I'm talking about platform-specific banger. I, I feel like even on the 360 and PS3 didn't have a, a banger right off the bat. So we're talking like a long time ago that, that even the Wii U, I don't think, had a big game to come out at launch. Which yeah. is really inexcusable because Nintendo totally. has a huge advantage in that department. Totally. They can make any game... And slap Mario or Zelda on it, and people will buy it. <laughs> sure, yeah, no, it's definitely inexcusable. So, uh, it, you know, the Wii U too. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of mistakes with the Wii U, but I, going back even to the Wii, did they have a major first party title? Wii Sports. The, 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 I mean, you know what I mean, like a like a, a a game that you would buy a platform for. I don't think they did. Wii Sports. No. Yeah, I think people did buy it for Wii Sports. Honestly, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. People were um, balls deep into that bowling. No, I see fun. your point though, Dan. Like uh, an IP that props up the system. Yeah. A familiar IP that props up the system. But I mean, I bought, I bought my Wii for Wii Sports because sure. I played it at, in my friend's dorm room, and I'm like, I have to have this. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, Car- so I went and bought it. Cartman froze himself specifically for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but I'm. Go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was just gonna. Just gonna... <laughs> Are we brothers or what? Like, holy smokes. You go. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I uh, wanted to bring up the whole launch window BS stuff. I'm sorry. If 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 a game's coming out three months after your console comes out, it's no yeah. longer a launch game. Yep. No. Um, I would contend that your launch games are the games that are available the day the console is available. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but it, it makes me uh, optimistic that that Halo Infinite is supposed to be a launch title for the Xbox One. I won't probably won't get the Xbox One at launch, but you know if I can play that on PC, which I think it's coming to PC, I'm, I'm excited for that. I don't know if that's the right choice. That's well, I mean, I, what else does Microsoft have? This is this is why I'm saying Nintendo has such a huge advantage. Yeah. yeah. If, if if you're me, I. Uh, telling me that a new halo or gears is your big launch game for your new xbox that does nothing for me yeah and playstation i mean they don't even have like a long-running franchise i don't think that people can get excited about so they'd have to really like come up with something you remember when before last of us came out all the crazy good reviews that were out there and all the steam that that had behind it they'd have to come out with something like that yeah you know Whereas Nintendo has, you know, yeah. three, four yeah. different franchises that they can pull from. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Totally. Yeah. So I think yeah. the, if the even if they do announce something like that, it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm Xbox, if I'm Microsoft, I throw as much money as I have at a game like Elden Ring, you know, something that people are super jazzed about. And try to make it an exclusive. Yeah, because yeah. they don't have. I mean, like I said, Halos. That's that's really their exclusive. I mean, I know, Hor- you know, the Forza Horizon games are are, are super popular, and 
but you know, you know that's not going to push consoles. Do that. I don't think. Think about like if if they were to put out a Halo and then pair it with a new Forza Horizon game. Yeah, right off the bat. Now that sounds a lot better than just a Halo. Just a Halo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Going back to the Wii launch, though, Dan, uh, Twilight Princess was available on Wii at launch, but it was also. Did it? No, so... it wasn't. I was going to say it was also available on. GameCube. Was it? A... Yeah, GameCube. Yeah, it was. Did it was it come... available on GameCube before. Okay. Wii. All right. Yeah. But still, uh, I guess that's that still counts. a big one. And if you yeah. had the GameCube version, that would play on the original Wii. Yeah. So that was also yeah. a. A bonus. Okay. Um, oh, it's uh, my turn to talk about what I played. So, mostly Fortnite. Uh, also, Pokemon Sword. Uh, I don't know if I have anything to share. Uh, me and me and Max got another uh, Victory Royale together. Nice. And I got another solo Victory Royale, uh, which is... It's just so tense at the end when... Yeah. The, 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 when you're down to the last like five or six people and just the 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 wave of emotions as as you know things are things are going down it's 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 highly highly addicting um go ahead how do you guys feel in those situations so when i am in that situation in rocket league i get really tense and i know it's affecting how i'm playing do you guys get really tense or do you or not i've i've had both where i've gotten into the zone and and times where i've blown it because i i get too excited it's happened both ways yeah i think i'm kind of with dan in terms of rocket league the biggest problem i have in that game is if i have too much time to do something i usually mess it up Uh Mm. like if i have an easy shot where i have enough time to line something up i'll mess it up Mm. but if it's just in the flow like at the end of a game it's fine uh fortnite i probably tense up but i think it's a it's a mix yeah it depends who i'm playing with too and like you know if i haven't been playing well that night you know i probably think to myself ah, i should probably hang back a little bit and then uh, overthink yeah. it a little bit you know yeah right but if i've been in a good groove that night then you don't really think about it and another thing too play. i know we talked about it before eric but if if i'm in a match where i get a couple kills right off the bat and you're feeling uh-huh. it, that oh, yeah. also helps later it's on. It's a huge difference. Uh, whereas if you hadn't seen, like I've had matches where I hadn't seen anyone until the last 10 people. I yeah. didn't see anybody even running around. Then you go into that not as prepared. It's almost as foreign. You, exactly. You, you go into the that final confrontation with not, not any preparation. Yeah. So. I think I compared it to a quarterback yes. getting a couple of short passes out there, getting it out of the way. Yep. Or another sports analogy is the goalie who ha- doesn't see a shot for an entire period. Yeah, and then gets a good shot, you know, right, right at the end of right. the period, whatever, and lets yeah. it, lets it go in or what have you. Another another sports analogy. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, that's all I played. I'm still still uh, banging away at Pokemon uh, Sword too. I mostly just spend my time capturing Pokemon, and I haven't haven't advanced super far. I got the second gym badge, uh, but I think my Pokedex is up to like seventy five Pokemon out of four hundred. So I've got a ways to go. Uh, I've evolved a couple, but mostly it's just capturing new stuff every time I get to a new area. So, but it's uh, it's quite fun. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, feedback? We don't have any feedback, so that's pretty much the end of the episode. Then. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know that our social media messages get out get out to people in enough time. So, we plus, we're, do a... plus we're recording on a weird day. We should set up like text alerts. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. I actually have text alerts for Twitter for our Twitter account. Um, anytime you post something on Twitter, I get it oh, through really? text. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do uh, tweet out nibble bits, and then Corey, you set up the if this if this then that for Instagram, so it'll post to our Twitter account. I did that. You must have, because I didn't do it. Man, I was ahead of my time. Yeah, that was you're way ahead of your time. That was years ago when you set up our Instagram <laughs> account too. Dang, so. I used to have fun posting that. I'd look, find some cool art, and then some yeah, some like game quotes. That was fun. So, I don't think I was hashtagging back then, though, was I? Or not much? I don't know if it was a thing back then. We're talking, like, eight years ago or whatever. Yeah. Seven years ago, whenever you first started the Instagram account. Hmm. Not sure if it was a thing. So uh, so next week is going to be the Thummies episode. Uh, probably don't send any feedback because we probably won't be able to get to it. Um, but if you send any feedback, we'll read it. The We'll do it the, the week after. Um, cause usually the thummies take up the entire episode. Uh, so, but it will be, we'll do the same format that we did last year where we bring a couple games for each category and, and discuss it and pick a winner together, uh, rather than the, than the voting thing. Cause that's, that's, that's a lot. Go ahead. Corey. Could you, um, can you tweet out our categories? Yeah, probably. And, uh, I mean, I'd be curious to see what the listeners picked. Yeah. For there. Um, I, like you said, we probably won't be able to cover it on the episode, but maybe the next one we yeah, could. Yeah, the week after. Yeah. Thummies aftermath episode. Yeah. Whatever, if they want to just pick uh, the aftermath, <laughs> a handful or all of the categories to to let us know what they think. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm curious. That's a good idea. Uh, I'll make. You know what? If there's any chance you could remind me at some point later on in the week or next week, yeah, that'd be the way to do it because I will not remember. Yeah, I'll try to remember. Uh, I'll try to still put out some nibble bits too. I like to do that, even though we won't be actually doing nibble bits next week. So, uh, but yeah, that's everything. Any anything else anyone wants to to pitch in before we call it a pod, call it an episode? Nope. Yeah. All right. Uh, you may hear feedback from Will too about uh, what he thought of our our uh, game of the decade choice. So, we I think he'll be all right with it. I think so too. I, I like you said he. I think he likes Rocket League and. Obviously, the the way of two two first place votes is is important. So, the only way um, I will accept revisiting it is if Will submits a five hundred word or more essay, written document, a, a formal um, a formal uh, protest. Yes, with okay. uh, itemized list of why he doesn't think Rocket League should be <laughs> That's the fair. game of the gener- or the decade. Poor yeah, guy just couldn't get out of work, and you know, now he's got to write an essay. <laughs> yep. If he wants to contest it, sure. It's the only way I'll revisit it, and I'm not even saying that's enough to overturn it. Right. <laughs> we'll have to have a committee. Yeah. So, all right, that'll do it for episode 436 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Watch.